Good morning, Teach Better family, Teach Better Network. Welcome back to the Daily Drop-In with you live every single weekday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, streaming live at 7 a.m. Eastern, as well as later on on the Teach Better Talk podcast. I am Brad Hughes, your morning host this morning, with my co-pilot, comrade, and friend Jeff Gargas, CEO and co-founder of the Teach Better team. Jeff, good morning to you. We're set for a great day of connection. Uh, good news, special events today, and a chance to reconnect uh, uh, after a week like no other. So we'll be back right after this message to check in with Jeff and to check in with everyone on our network. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to the Teach Better Daily Drop-In with you Monday to Friday streaming right now on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn. And Jeff, who knows? Maybe there are other social networks that we haven't discovered yet that are already streaming us because, hey, we're that good. It's, what do you think? It's definitely possible. Like, stranger <laughs> things have happened. So that's, yeah, we're streaming right now, though. I enjoyed that. If you're joining us live, please make sure you let us know where you are, who you are, what you're up to this morning. We would love to get your feedback in the comments this morning. Jeff, tell me about you, what you do, where you are. Remind us about all of the awesome things that you're involved well, in. Well, first I have to check. Did you refer, did you call me the CEO? Maybe. Okay, because that's Chad. I'm the COO. Oh. I don't want to so, I, I don't want I don't want to be, you know, out here. I don't want him to get home from vacation and be like, hey, are you stealing my title? Like am I right, fired? Exactly. Like what's I don't, you know. Actually, <laughs> actually that could be fun. Actually, maybe I yep. changed my mind. Maybe I do want that to happen. Well, I appreciate your uh, appreciate your correction. When I said CEO, I meant Chief Encouragement Officer. I, I just don't you want are the master of encouragement. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll take that. I just don't want the responsibilities <laughs> of CEO. So I'm gonna <laughs> sidestep that one. Um, well, I'm Jeff. I've been here all week with you mm -hmm. every morning, um, and that's been fun. Uh, you know, I'm just here on Mondays with Ray, um, but I'm the COO, which is Chief Operations Officer. Although I do like the Chief Encouragement Encouragement Officer. You got my mind spinning. Um, but, uh, and, you know, I get to hang out and do things around here. I am in beautiful, beautiful Northeast Ohio where it is. I don't know what is outside. I'm downstairs. I can't see outside. Uh, it's supposed to rain all day today, but it's supposed to be beautiful over the weekend. So that's good. We'll take it. It's been a nice week. Yesterday, a little rainy. Today, a little rainy. But other than that, it's been a really beautiful week. Um, and this week, it's supposed to be nice as well. So I'm here. I'm excited to be here with you, brother. Glad you're here too, brother. And uh, we have been. Uh navigating uh, a very uh, stressful and a very emotion-filled week, naturally with uh, national news out of Texas in the U.S., uh, and just all the associated stresses for anyone that uh, works in or, or supports educators or, or has kids in their lives. And, and Jeff, I just wanted to know if you just comment briefly on, uh, on the role that uh, our Teach Better Network has, has tried to play uh, in just being there for educators and being their companion through uh, the stress, the fear, the worry of the recent news. I think you kind of just said it. I, I think, you know, one of the things that we um, deem as a responsibility of ours that we attempt to do is to just is to be here and try to be a uh, I, I use the word a constant um, 
in a, a, a constant, a source of consistency of normalcy in a, in a time and a lot of times when they're, when nothing else is normal and things feel out of control. And um, we attempt to be a place where you can come to lean into, lean on to whatever it might be. Um, I'm, I've felt blessed over the last several days of being able to receive a wide variety of emails and calls and texts and DMs of people just reaching out and saying, Hey, can I vent? Hey, can I, a couple that were, Hey, can I cry? Hey, can I, can we just whatever? And, you know, my text back and forth, several calls of just not knowing what else to do. Um, Cause there's this feeling of helplessness. So, so often when, when something like this happens and, um, you know, I consider it a, an honor and a, a privilege and a, a responsibility that we don't take lightly to try and be here for, for you, for everyone who's gone through it. So um, I think our, I, I believe our team has done that. I hope we have, and we'll continue to try and be that. So. And that's all that we can do. And that's all that any uh, professional or any personal community can do is to companion and, and be there for each other uh, in good in good times and in terrible times. And when I think about the needs of uh, uh, the community, uh, school community and the local community uh, in Texas, when I think about the state needs, when I think about the needs and the ripple effects of uh, this tragedy throughout uh, the country, throughout North America, I, I, actually, I, th I believe that by extension, it touches anybody that uh, is involved in uh, in schools or involved in work with kids. Uh, all we can do is continue to ask, what do I need? What do we need? And, and how can we support each other? All without minimizing the tremendous and unimaginable impact of what's occurred uh, and, and the needs of that school community and, uh, and that uh, community in Texas are, are going to continue to be uh, in, on everyone's mind. So, Jeff, as we as we turn attention to uh, continue to turn attention to our needs as a network and as a community, uh, what are you looking forward to most today in your work with Teach Better Team? And, and uh, what are you looking forward to most today with uh, with your family network? Uh, today, what I'm looking most forward to is actually um, going over this uh, early afternoon to my daughter's elementary school. Actually, well, my daughter and son both attend uh, the elementary school. It's actually right around the corner from us, but uh, today we get to go watch my, my daughter, Jacqueline, who's in third grade, um, in her class play. They were putting on a production of Charlotte's Web, so we get to go uh, and experience that. So that's going to be um, really enjoyable, and, and with a week with so much heaviness on it. Um, I'm looking forward to that sort of that lighthearted moment that, that just, I, I, I'm like already smiling. I'm not going to be able to not, it's going to be, I, you know, I don't even care like how well it goes. It's just going to mm -hmm. be great. So I'm, I'm excited for that. I think that's what I'm most looking forward to. Um, teamwork, honestly, I think I'm most looking forward to getting into base camp, which is the internal system we use for all of our, task management and communication and stuff and um, demanding our team not look at base camp today and just start taking an early holiday for us here in the States. It's already a long holiday, holiday weekend. Um, and I want everyone to just build a racks and hopefully they'll listen to me. You guys usually don't listen to me, so we'll see. But um, I think that honestly, that's what I'm, you know, uh, I think I'm, I'm looking forward to just telling everyone don't work today. Just go, just relax, go be with your families. And, um, Hopefully that happens. So happy birthday as well. We've got a birthday in our family. Uh, Gary and Brecken, which is Michelle's son, is five today. He was up at, what what'd you say, 5.20 a.m., already ready to celebrate. Wow. So happy birthday to him. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing the pictures later on from Michelle, sharing all everything he gets to do today as well. So Yeah, those early morning birthday <laughs> wake-ups are, real, are, are a real treat for uh, exhausted parents and, uh, and excited kids. So <laughs> 
what what is the, what's the most recent birthday in your family that you can think of or that you're anticipating? Have you had an early wake up like that? Well, so so we have uh, well, my wife's birthday was in February, but like yep. she's always up at you know same time going to work, whatever. Um, with our birthdays, you know, her and I, it's kind of like just any other day. Uh, Jonathan was back in October. We have we do have a July birthday coming up for Jacqueline, but when you talk about getting up early, it's funny because I get up at five and I come walking out of my room, and if I feel like for the last I don't know how many weeks, every time I get up and I walk out, and it's five five a.m. Mm-hmm. I walk out in the kitchen. I get ready to head over and like turn the coffee machine on and go downstairs where my my closet is and stuff. And and I hear, "Hey, Dad," and my son's sitting on the couch already because he keeps waking up so early. So yeah. I'm like, "Is he gonna?" I don't know that he can get up earlier for his birthday when it comes yeah. around, but we'll see. So, um, yeah. So next one's July, which you know that's always fun. We do a swim party usually for her, and this year she wants a bunch of friends to come. So like that's the you know we're inviting all the all the girls from from her class and stuff and. But uh, so I'm excited about that. That's going to be fun. So also, I forgot, completely forgot. Yeah. When you asked what I'm looking forward to, tomorrow we're mm-hmm. doing a neighborhood cookout, which is fun. Um, so myself and our neighbor across the street are, we got all kinds of food together and we're going to be, we're just setting up uh, canopies and stuff out in the front yards and, and tables and just cooking food all day long for people to, in the neighborhood to stop by and, and bring something or take something and just spend the day and then we'll start a fire, a couple fires later on and, do some s'mores and stuff. So, um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to that as well. So how about Is that you? part of the uh, Memorial what? day observances in your neighborhood? Um, well, actually when we scheduled it, we didn't even like realize, like we didn't think through that. So yes and no. I mean, it, it, it is, I mean, this is Memorial day. So it'll be, it'll be part of that, but we were really just looking, we like to do that every now and then with the neighborhood. And we were, we looked a couple weeks ago and said, man, we're going to run out of time. It's like time's going by so fast. So we just picked a weekend. Uh, and I'm like, oh, well, that's Memorial Day weekend. So, like, everyone will have Monday off. It'll hopefully they'll be able to attend. And so, and luckily, right now, it looks like it's going to be a nice day. So, fingers crossed on that. Jeff, we're going to turn uh, our attention after this break to our good news stories and our uh, holidays and observances of the day. We've got a couple of Teach Better family members in the comments I'd like to get back to. So, uh, we'll be back right after this break for our uh, good news. Good morning, good morning, Teach Better family. It is the Teach Better Daily Drop-In with Brad Hughes and Jeff Gargas. Streaming everywhere, all across the universe. Who knows, Jeff, this could be going out to a distant, distant planet and reaching someone far in the future or maybe in the past. Who knows who might be enjoying the Daily Drop-In this morning? If anybody is questioning the awesomeness of Brad Hughes, I need you to understand that right now, right now, we are currently streaming on MySpace. Like Brad has gotten us going. We're so far ahead of the game that we're actually going. We we loop behind, and we are actually rocking right now on MySpace.com/slash Good News Brad News, um, and we're live there. He's got the sparkly background. His top eight. I'm not in it, but we're not going to talk about that today. He's got a lot of stuff going. So if you remember what I'm talking about, mm-hmm. drop in the comments and let me know. Your favorite part about MySpace. I want to know that. I, I want everyone to know that uh, you can absolutely uh, catch me and Jeff right now also on GeoCities. Uh, <laughs> on my uh, home uh, homemade website, GeoCities. I hope you'll enjoy uh, the daily drop-in. Is it a GIF? Is it a GIF? There's some animated little thing made of pixels that uh, that is built into GeoCities. And uh, just make sure you're accessing it on Netscape, okay? GeoCities and Netscape. Wow. Um, I think the first site I ever built was GeoCities. 
Um, I, I think I'm trying to think if there's another one before that. I think it was John Geo City. Yes. Geo, yeah, it was Geo Cities. Um, that's a that's a throwback. Wow. Um, it's <laughs> you've got you right. Uh, and and Netscape. Uh, it's funny. Um, yesterday I emailed someone who has an AOL.com email address. Um, my mom still does, and I thought she was the only one. Like I thought, like they literally were like, well, we'll keep the servers up for Vicky, but that's it. Um, but it turns out there's other people. Um, and and I'm like, I don't. Sorry, I'm going on a tangent now about that. So like my, my mom will call me like, something's going on. I'm like, well, it looks like your email got hacked. And she's like, well, why do you think that happens? I'm like, probably because it's an at AOL.com one. Mm. <laughs> she's like, well, how do I fix it? I'm like, get a different email address. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think they're investing in security anymore, mom. Um, but yeah, I saw someone yesterday with AOL. So were you an instant messenger guy? Like, were you active in AIM? No, uh, actually, I think the first, I mean, the, the first instant messaging that I was able to take part in was uh, on a, uh, a fir- what's called, what was called a first class server, like an internal work server mm-hmm. okay. um, developed by a software company called First Class. And then that was like work email. So you could send emails to each other from workplace to workplace, school to school. And then you discovered that you could message and it's like, okay, what? Yeah. So it was like that you were, it was like the first Slack, like you were, yeah. or or whatever else you might use. Um, interesting. Yeah. So I was big on AIM. Like we did a lot of instant messaging. It was, uh, it was fun. We used to, my, my, a buddy of mine who, who was really big in the computers was the first place I ever heard of that had multiple computers in his house. He actually had three in the same room, which was like unheard of at this time. And me and my buddies would love to, we'd message the same person that we knew and we'd say the same things but in different ways, just yeah. to mess. It was like the funnest thing in the world because, it, because no one would ever expect that we were in the same room on multiple computers. Cause mm-hmm. why would you do that? As I sit here right now, I have four laptops in within reach of me and I'm like, plus a plus two computers. Um, my, how the world has changed, Brad. It's a, I'm feeling old right now. <laughs> right. It's <laughs> not what we're supposed to be doing today. If I, I, the only thing that's coming to mind right now is uh, as Marie chimes in about uh, learning on DOS, yeah. which we did too, uh, uh, Marie. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of that dial-up sound. If you can remember that dial-up oh, yeah. sound, uh, the, the squeak and the squawk and the chips and the chirps uh, waiting for your computer to connect. And then once it connected, it's like, whoa. <laughs> and then you just pray to God no one called your house. Right. <laughs> so honest, serious question. Like, was that you? Did you do the sound effects? Cause you it was cool... me. Yeah. Okay. It was it, you. That's what I thought. Okay. I was yeah. like, that's what yeah, I thought it's, um, was. That's something internet. buried deep, deep in my resume was, uh, you know, I did create the, uh, actually I just made those noises. Yeah. Uh, and somehow I was able to uh, just be everywhere to everyone at every time. The, oh, you did them all live too. That's right. Yeah. That's why it live. took so long. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's and what well, that would make. That's why you got kicked up. Like Brad was calling your house. Like when you called, it went through, he had a, like an old school circuit board. He's like, Oh, boom. And then he'd make the noises. And then, and then every now and then he had to wait longer because like the Department of Defense would call and he'd have to <laughs> handle them. Um, that's funny. Uh, Elijah says he, oh the disc got yeah he said he did play the first. Season. I love sharing that with people um, and the young kids and like trying to explain them like it's and then I'm like when you do that you're like oh this is like when my parents trying to explain like black and white or the old switchboard like you know phones and stuff. I'm like oh man I'm my parents now like. I'm there. So, <laughs> oh, good morning, Rachel, with a great comment. A great exactly. comment. Jeff, uh, just uh, changing gears here. How do you feel about grape popsicles? Grape popsicles. Grape. Um, I'm a fan. Yeah. 
I don't know that uh, I've, I can't remember the last time I had a great popsicle, yep. but I'm going to assume I'm still a fan. Uh, brought to us by nationaltoday.com. Today is National Grape Popsicle Day. Grape Popsicle Day. Well, okay, so go yep. get a grape popsicle. That's it, good. It, yeah. And the related observance, it's National Heat Awareness Day. So uh, heat health and, and keeping our heat health healthy could uh, boil down to grape popsicles. Yeah. Or maybe National Road Trip Day if you're hot uh, on your road trip safely. Just roll those windows down and and maybe if you're you know a four-legged friend, you've got your uh, your head out the window with your tongue uh, swaying in the breeze. So if you're on a road trip and it's hot, be aware, take popsicles in a cooler so that you can cool down and protect yourself from the heat. Okay, I'm with you. you. Know, here at Teach Better, we do try to avoid sticky situations, uh, and it is National Cellophane Tape Day. Um, <laughs> I, it sounds like anybody that is going to celebrate that has it all wrapped up, Jeff. I think you're right. Okay. Uh, National <laughs> Sunscreen Day. Uh, make sure it's SPF is as high as possible. Uh, and for added fun today, uh, just make sure that you uh, add that lotion in the design so that uh, it's maybe a sun or maybe a, a, a teach better diamond, uh, if you wish. Uh, and finally, it's National Hairstylist Mental Health Awareness Day, which is really intriguing because I think if you, if you go to a hairstylist, often uh, if they're a community member and, and they become friends for that service, they're with you through thick and thin. So they're helping mm -hmm. you to process uh, all of the things that are going on in your life and in your community and in the world. A few weeks back, Brad, we had, um, I was on with somebody and it was, uh, it was Barber Mental Health Awareness. And it was the same yep. sort of story. We talked about how like, in a lot of ways that they're kind of like bartenders and who, when, who they were all kind of like therapists in the sense of they get to hear our problems a lot of times. If they, you know, if they start asking about what's going on, you're just sitting there, you're relaxed and you just start blabbering on like, they can, they like, they, they receive a lot, potentially a lot of uh, stuff. So it's important that people wear them. They also have to deal with people all day long, mm -hmm. which is enough of an issue on mental health. Well, as you know, customer service is no joke, especially when uh, emotions are hot. Uh, and if you are expecting a service, especially in a limited amount of time, it's, uh, uh, yeah. it can be really stressful. So uh, that was a really intriguing one for me was to consider not only that, you know, service providers like your hairstylist or your barber or the person behind the counter at your local restaurant, they're, they're there. We walk up and we expect they're there for us, but mm -hmm. uh, there's, I truly believe there's responsibility that we are there for them too. So that we're, appro we're approaching them with uh, respect and care and patience, recognizing that, you know, if the situations were reversed, that's what we've That's what we would ask. That's what we would want. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I, I think, just to tie it all together, if we could, mm -hmm. a great way to show that that love and respect and appreciation to your hairstylist, take them a great popsicle. Oh, uh, a great popsicle dipped in sunscreen, I think, would be a delicious treat uh, wrapped in cellophane tape. And uh... sure, yeah, I'm with you. I'll stick yeah, with you I, on that. No, one. I'm going to back that up. I, that's 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 not. I think it's I too late. I think once you put it in the uh, sunscreen. And then wrap it and say it's it's you can't back it up before like it's you're you're committed at that point. Well, if you're uh, if you're you might actually get committed your, as well. Exactly. But, yeah. Like, well, if you're recognizing and celebrating your hairstylist, you really want to make sure whatever you do is a cut above. Moving on, I'll see myself out. Uh, I want to let you know, Jeff, that uh, when I discovered this uh, good news story today, I was screaming at the top of my lungs. And so, you know, listeners and viewers might uh, notice that I'm a little hoarse this morning. Mm, I can um, understand and, that, yeah. And, yeah, and this uh, good news story has to do with 
horses with Icelandic horses of all things. Jeff, do you have an out of office vacation notice that you use uh, with your email or even on Basecamp? I do, but I, 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 yeah, I'll turn it on when I when I go up to Canada. Actually, up to our our cottage up there because I have such limited connected connectivity. I want to put it on to make sure that if I'm and if I don't get back to people, they understand why. So I do use it then. That I use the one that's built into Gmail. It's not super. Uh, it's not super. You know. And uh, uh, what what's the word I'm looking for? Innovative, right? It's pretty basic, so doesn't do much for you. So what are you laughing at? Who's commenting? Uh, I'm, I'm well. First of all, I'm laughing Jeff's at uh, I'm laughing at Marie's comment that my <laughs> my goal at any time is to achieve a spit take from Jeff. Uh, yeah, no. but I'm, I'm also laughing at the photo from our good news story today. Uh, in in the the headline from GoodNewsNetwork.org, Jeff is Iceland trots out service that lets horses reply to work emails while you're on vacation. And there, there's a picture of a beautiful white horse high stepping on a giant keyboard. <laughs> right, hold on, has hold on, out I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hook us up. I'm going to hook us up. You got it. There. Iceland has trotted out a service that lets horses reply to work emails <laughs> when you're on holiday. I didn't realize it was on because when I was looking at my other screen, it was smaller. I didn't realize he's on a keyboard. A giant so, keyboard. Yeah, so Iceland has the world's first outhorse your email service designed to encourage travelers to switch off and take an uninterrupted trip to the country where using a large keyboard mat, the gated horses are able to walk, trant, trot, so they're able to walk, trot, canter, tilt, and pace their way across the keys. <laughs> Understandably, there it is right there. Understandably, thank you, Jeff. Understandably, their replies are just a bunch of nonsense. But, so it's... Uh, <laughs> so it's legit like they're saying that like they let the horses walk across and then like whatever they're typing is what the away message is is that exactly what it is right is this real it's it's a uh, i mean the photos i mean uh, you can achieve almost anything with photos, but the photos don't lie jeff and, <coughs> and uh, uh visit iceland uh is reporting that 41 percent of people on vacation check their work emails between one and four times a day one on holiday oh, yeah. and so their their philosophy is when visitors travel to iceland they want them to fully experience everything the nation has to offer uh, from breathtaking surroundings to endless landscapes, friendly faces. So the outhorse your email service lets them do just that, taking it, away the feeling that they have to be checking their email. That way, the horses <laughs> are talented horses took naturally to the wow. service, galloping their way across the fields and creating a range of unique emails <laughs> that will delight visitors and recipients alike. You know, Brad, once you, if you're on vacation, once you open that email once, you've really like just let the horses out of the barn. And it's really hard to get them in after that. Um, so, two things. One, out horse. Did you make that up or is that in the article? Because everyone, in the, in the everyone article. watching believes that it's you. I want to No, see it's if, not me this time. No. And is there a website that you go to get this set up? Like, can, is there, yeah, is there it's, a Chrome uh, extension I can use with Gmail? Like, yeah, how does I'm this gonna, work? I'm going to uh, bear with me. I'm going to copy and put that link in our, uh, in our comments. There's a link in the article to, yeah. Visit Iceland.com slash outhorse your email connected with dashes. Here it is on the banner there. Outhorse your email. Outhorse your email. Oh, look at it go. <laughs> pick a horse. Oh, you get to pick your horse. What? Yeah. Type oh, fast, but a- might take a nap. Oh. Um, assertive, efficient, shiny hair. Uh, friendly, <laughs> trained in corporate buzzwords. <laughs> Did we really teach horses to type on a giant keyboard? Yes, we did. Uh, watch the video to see how the magic happens. Things to do in Iceland. 
Okay, I'm like, but I don't see where you can. I don't see where you can sign up. Or can you just? Oh no, I can click on this horse. Yes. Hello, my name is. I'll be on holiday until this. Oh my gosh, I'm doing this real quick. Hold on. Oh, fantastic. Folks, you just keep talking you just to whoever you need to talk are, to. Uh, we are signing up live to outhorse your email. Uh, service provided by Iceland Tourism, where they're encouraging visitors and guests to Iceland or anywhere to have trained horses type auto reply vacation messages using giant keyboards. Uh, we do not lie. Uh, the <laughs> so here's, here's... Says we need this link in all the places. So the link right now is in our uh, is in our um, Facebook and uh, Streamyard comments. Uh, here it is, Jeff. Oh, incredible! So this is my horse. <laughs> says Brooklyn emails Icelandic horse called I can't. I don't know how. How is it? Is that uh, Rimar? I don't know how to say that name. Um, here's the response. And that's his response. Uh, an Icelandic horse really typed that. I horse email that. Well, I. It, <laughs> this is my favorite thing. And friends, if you you may not be able to see this, you might be listening. But the the horse is absolutely adorable. Right now, it's uh, it's uh, it's. Uh, prodding at the keys with uh, with one of its hooves, it's it's just so charming. It's just, I'm, <laughs> just I'm, I'm having trouble right now. <laughs> I'm having trouble telling. Like, is that all superimposed on that background, or like, is that or like right there? Kind of looks green screen. But then when they get closer, I'm like that. I I I can't. I don't. I don't trust it. But I really want it to be real. <laughs> Let's. The story I'm telling myself is that it's absolutely real. This uh, is, and that there is magic, and there is mystery, and there is joy in the world. It is. <laughs> I want to yep, really. believe. I want to believe. <laughs> Brad, I'm checking with our producers, and they are yep. telling me that we have confirmed that multiple resources, credible resources, have confirmed this is true. This is real. Incredible. Legit. Um, we actually have someone on the scene who watched this horse typed the email for me. So they do uh, oh. to be clear, did not, did not type the first part. The first part is just automated. Um, it's the bolded letters that were actual message from, from my horse there. <laughs> um, that's, this is crazy. This is fun. That is a good one. Nice oh, pick. Good. Oh, nice. Oh, pick. Did, my, did my heart good to see uh, and laugh about that story. Yes. It's, uh, amazing. Just people that creating is... happiness wherever they can is uh, exactly what everyone needs right now. So check it... out, out horse your email. And I, yeah, our horse email, if you want to read the story, it's uh, we, we go to goodnewsnetwork.org is where we got that from. So it's one of the first ones up on their page today. But uh, <laughs> correspondence. <laughs> Rachel coming in with some some Ra Rachel. Some Rachel today. is bringing, bringing yes, the fun from, wordplay fire. I love it from YouTube. I love it. Um, I, I really want to email some people and get that back. And if I do, it'll be the happiest moment of my life. I I mean, uh, don't tell like my family that, but like it's true. Like that'll be the happiest <laughs> moment. <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh, I'm grateful to share a laugh with you over that, and uh, we're yes. going to continue to share some laughter after this break, Jeff. We are going to transition to our uh, um, to our uh, brainstorm bank, and as well to our recap of the week on daily drop in. So we'll be right back. <laughs> Welcome, 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 or welcome back to The Daily Drop-In, live with you on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, LinkedIn, uh, GeoCities, uh, um, anywhere and everywhere, <laughs> anywhere and everywhere, you'll find us, uh, Jeff Gargas and Brad Hughes with you on a Friday morning, 
It's uh, the 27th of May uh, in uh, the U.S. heading into a Memorial Day weekend and wish everyone the very best with uh, their observances and festivities recognizing Memorial Day. Uh, Jeff, we're reflecting just before the break on uh, the need to take time away from work and to be intentional uh, about setting a out-of-office uh, reply, perhaps with an Icelandic horse. And Jeff, have you received any auto replies yet from our horse friend? Not yet, no. Not yet. Um slightly disappointed but we're, we're gonna get there we're gonna get there if, if people would quit horsing around and send me some emails we'll get that we'll get that happening so <laughs> jeff i'm glad it's a free service and i don't want people to have to pony up to <laughs> have horses uh reply to their emails um uh yeah. moving on <laughs> right can i say one, one last note on that i it's yeah. just i think it's really great if we can see you said something because then the person who emails you get something back so it doesn't it like it doesn't stall that communication right it, it allows you to really continue forward on it jeff i i honestly could play this uh game with you all day i, I think maybe we should rein things in uh and uh and, and shift to our uh to can, our we get to, can we get to the main point already <laughs> There's going to be good fodder for discussion coming up with our brainstorm bank. And uh, this is an opportunity for us to reach out back to you and say, hey, what do you need? How can we help? What's on your mind? Is there anything that uh, we can support, serve, encourage? Uh, we want to be your companions in whatever you're thinking, feeling or needing today as you face uh, uh, a new day in education. And uh, if you have a comment or a question, you want to pop it live into our comments. Jeff and I, of course, will do our very best to respond, support we may not have the answer, but we can certainly help direct you and your thinking in the right place. And uh, this is part of the intentionality, Jeff, we talked about at the outset mm -hmm. is just continuing to be present uh, and being companions for people, no matter where they are, no matter what they do. Uh, Jeff, when, when, when you're reflecting on, uh, when you're reflecting on learnings from this week or looking ahead to, uh, to the weekend and maybe shifting and being intentional about, uh, about disconnecting, um, what do you, what's on your mind? What's on your mind about the, that kind of disconnect? I, if I'm being completely honest, Please. Icelandic horses doing yep. emails. Um, <laughs> no, I think, I, I think with all, like all jokes actually aside, I, I you, you touched on it. Already. I think the, that whole thing, the reason behind it is actually really important. And that is mm -hmm. disconnect. Um, you know, early when you asked like what I was looking forward to as far as our team, there's a lot of stuff got going on today with the team, but what I'm really most excited for is this morning. I'm like, I decided, I'm like, you know, what? I got to message the team today and tell them, like, please, please, please make sure you intentionally shut shut down this week and take some time off. I don't even care what project you're working on, whatever. I think it's really important. Um, and in, a, in the U.S., obviously, we're we're observing Memorial Day this weekend. It's been a week. Um, I think this even more more than ever before. Like, right, we have to take the time. It's very important to be intentional. Um, so, I think that's. That's what my focus at is on that that subject. Um, we've with that said, we've had a great week of of conversations around outdoor learning and 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 things of that nature as well. And on that front, the the line that is sticking with me is yesterday Becky Schnexer saying the your outdoor space is the perfect outdoor space for outdoor outdoor learning. And I think it's really cool. You know, we focus on that and, and just in general, like just getting out, trying, exploring, and um, and uh, utilizing whatever you have to try to change it up for your kids and create experiences for them. So a lot of stuff in my mind, I think from the week, it's been a, it's, it's been a, a crazy whirlwind, but there, there are all, there's still positives in there this week. And, um, and then I'm going to turn it down all weekend and just horse around all weekend. Oh. 
we have to be careful that uh, we uh, we keep things in line. We want to be able to keep on a stable front. And yes, uh, that's true. Um, and uh, when you talk about uh, balancing all of the different needs and opportunities, I, th I think about uh, Becky's insistence that the space you have is the space you need. Mm -hmm. Why might we always be searching for more, different, or better? Is it is it sort of a a barrier we throw up to keep ourselves comfortable and prevent ourselves from moving forward, whether it's with outdoor learning or a new opportunity or like, what is it that, you know, what do you think makes it so difficult for us to just accept uh, and work with what we have? I, I think, I think it's a fear of, um, a fear of failure of going into something that we're not as comfortable yeah. with. And, and it sometimes is, it, well, not sometimes it's almost always more comfortable to stay where we're at versus trying to go forward. And it's interesting because uh, I'm tying this to a conversation I, in a Voxer group that I'm in um, yeah. related to business and stuff. And some folks sharing a couple podcasts or videos, something like that of some, some guys that have some big followings that are do that do really well in the online space, sharing some very practical, very real, very good tips on how to grow. And there was a couple comments of like, well, of course he says that he's already got a million followers. Nah, nah, nah. And I told that group, I said, Hey, one of the most common mistakes I see for like new or young entrepreneurs is that they say, Oh, well, easy for you. So why would I even try? And I'm like, mm -hmm. those are really good, basic foundational practices for, for this was in the case of growing your email list and stuff. And it's, a, and I'm like, you saying that the reason you say that is because you don't want to do the work because you're either burnt out or you don't, you know, you don't know how to do it. You're worried you're going to do it wrong. You don't, whatever you're, you're, you're worried about that. You're, you're letting the fear stop you. And that's your excuse. And I think the same thing with, it happens a lot of times in our classrooms and in our schools where we say, like, we're, we're fairly comfortable. So I don't want to go put myself in this uncomfortable situation. There's enough other things doing that right now. And I'm not super comfortable with this. I don't know everything. So I'm not even going to try. And I don't like how that makes me feel. So I'm going to say, oh, I'm in the city. I don't have outdoor space. Or I can't go outdoor. Or I can't use that. I can't create experiences because I, I don't have this or I don't have that or this restriction in place. And I think it's important to say what – what Becky was trying to say was you have everything you need. You have your mind, your passion for, for educating kids. You have the space you have or don't have, but you can use and you don't have to go crazy. It doesn't have to be big, amazing treks in the woods or incredible experiences. It can be, you know, little things, you know, Dave and I talked on Monday about how it can be as simple as doing the same exact lesson, but outside or in a different space, like little things like that create a different experience for your kids. And you don't have to be, Becky Schnexter to, to do that. And you don't have to be, you know, transform your room or anything like that. Um, but it's important to try, try things and test yourself and, and um, discover, because I think you'll, you'll potentially discover some things that you're really good at that you didn't realize, um, or that really resonate with your students that you weren't sure would. Um, and you're going to find a whole bunch of things that don't work too. And that's okay. Cause you put them over here in the don't work column. And then you keep working on the stuff that do. So um, I think I made a point in there. I'm not sure what it was. Yeah, no, you, you sure did. And, no, you sure did. And it, uh, the, the point that I'm taking away uh, reminds me of a conversation and encouragement that I uh, continue to receive from our Facebook or sorry, from our, uh, uh, our Teach Better uh, team member, Olivia uh, Chan. Uh, Olivia is committed to uplifting others with every interaction and something that I kind of concluded after discussing and reviewing that with Liv is that, I mean, each of us is the secret ingredient in every interaction in every opportunity and and what it takes uh is is working through the understandable fear of uh of moving into that feeling of uncertainty because 
the, you know, the, the certainty, the predictability with which we want to approach life uh, makes us feel secure that we're going to be okay. Um, and the change, I mean, changes of any kind um, trigger those alarm bells that something might not be okay. There might be failure, there might be discomfort, there might be embarrassment, there might be, well, there might be any number of outcomes. But what is the constant in all of that? What is with our control is just bringing your best self to that interaction and, and being okay that you work your, th you work your way through uh, or that you've got uh, the people and resources around you to support you if there's a setback. So uh, couldn't agree more, Jeff. I mean, uh, we are the secret ingredient in whether it's outdoor Absolutely. education or uh, uh, family connections for the Memorial Day weekend or uh, discussing hard things with students. Uh, we need not know where the path will end. We just, I think we just have to have the courage, not easy. So I'm not saying this dismissively, but just mm -hmm. the courage to take whatever important next step is happening. I think from the frozen movie, I, I think of, uh, you know, do the next right thing. And uh, I, I think that's a, a key takeaway for me from our conversation. No, I love that. All of it, Brad. Spot on. Jeff, we've had an awesome uh, review already of, uh, of our week in daily drop-in and we're we just going to take a break and we're going to uh, come back with a look ahead to next weekend and, uh, and maybe uh, just reinforce some goals, uh, some personal, professional, and some uh, some emotional goals for the uh, for the coming week. Here we go. Jeff Gargas, Brad Hughes with you. Uh, the Daily Drop-In, Monday to Friday, 7 a.m. Eastern. Uh, your daily, your number one, your favorite educational morning show. And uh, we're here with you and for you live or later on the Teach Better Talk podcast. Uh, I'm excited to learn, Jeff, uh, from a comment that you shared in Basecamp yesterday that uh, for at least one listener, the Daily Drop-In is a regular home for work mm -hmm. routine. Uh, that has provided uh, value and uh, some reassurance, uh, especially in uncertain times. And that uh, that means the world uh, to me and to us uh, that people are tuning in now or accessing it later. We we love and appreciate hearing that we're making a difference, Jeff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it, yeah. Anytime we get a message like that, I don't know if the senders realize how that hits us and how much that means. Um, and it, it, I was, yeah, I was, I was happy to, uh, to share that. I wanted people to, to understand that that's something that we do and, and it's a good thing. So appreciate that. I wanted to circle back to a couple of our guests this morning. Uh, uh, Elijah was in our comments and uh, Marie, both of these folks uh, recently revealed are going to be uh, presenters at our teach better conference uh, in Ohio in October. So a uh, mm -hmm. special shout out to Marie, Elijah, uh, all of our uh, contributors and all of our speakers that are being recognized and celebrated uh, on our social media platforms. Congratulations and thank you for stepping up and stepping in to share your voice. Uh, Jeff, that's really exciting. We've got a growing lineup and, and lots of opportunity for our Teach Better Conference in October. Yeah, uh, it's been exciting to start seeing those uh, those graphics pop out and those posts saying that they're presenting. You're going to see more and more of those coming. So that's really exciting. Uh, working on the schedules, that's going to come soon. Um, and uh yeah, pretty, pretty excited about it. So, Jeff, are there still opportunities for uh, viewers and listeners to learn more about the conference and to uh, to get involved if they have uh, the time and the capacity in October? Yeah, so everything's over at teachbetterconference.com. Obviously, 
the easiest way to get involved is come to the conference. So you can register um, and get that. Uh, we have the two-day pass where you can get, you know, just the Friday, just Saturday, if you're only able to make it out for one day. However, if you come out and are able to, I really suggest coming out on Thursday and hang out with us Thursday night because that's when it, like, unofficially, officially uh, takes off. Um, and, you know, Brad, when we go out on those, you know, networking every night at the conference, we really like to stir up some trouble. Um, so I'm waiting for you to get that one real quick. Oh, I've got it. I'm just, uh, I'm just, happy, I'm just <laughs> I need, I need I the my, feedback. I have to have my mug down there. I didn't do, I didn't want to do a Brad spit take. <laughs> no. Uh, so, so come to the conference. Uh, if you, if you're a podcaster, we still have slots open for podcasters row. So one of the cool things that we love doing is that we have a group podcast. I think we're up to 10 right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is led by you, you and Joshua Stamper um, leading the, the charge, putting together the podcast row. So we're going to have podcasts on hand recording live all throughout the, the weekend. So um, if you are a podcaster, you have an opportunity to come out. Um, and if you've never been on a podcast, a, that's a great opportunity to get yourself on that, to experience what that is and get to know uh, some really great uh, podcasts as well. Uh, we also have a bookstore that we've been talking a little bit about, right? We're going to have a bookstore there. So if you are an author, you have a book, uh, you can sell it at the conference. And it's, what's really nice about that is we've, we have a system in place where you go get us our, your books and then you can enjoy the conference and we'll take care of all the, all the selling and, and take and handling it all and stuff. Um, but if you love books, come attend too, because there's going to be a bunch of awesome books at the conference as well. Uh, let's see what else is there. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Cause and then, yeah, just register. Come hang out. Like, we've got a lot of speakers coming out, a lot of sessions. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, so go to teachbetterconference.com, which is on the screen right now, and come register and come hang out with us in Ohio, which is in October 14th and 15th. Jeff, I'm confident that everyone coming out is going to bring their best self. And for me, it's the it's not just the content, but it's, it's the people. It's the connections yeah. and the networking and the – the restoration and the encouragement that those connections provide that I keep hearing are, are, are the yeah. hallmarks of that conference. And so yep. uh, looking forward to being a part of that myself. And uh, speaking of bringing your best self, that's our uh, topic next week on daily drop-in. Uh, we're going to be returning with, uh, with hosts and guests uh, all next week. Uh, and the anticipated return of Ray Hewitt to the scene to wrap up not only our daily drop-in for next week, but to wrap up our daily drop-in sessions for this season, Jeff, uh, Daily Drop-In taking a hiatus over the summer to mm-hmm. refresh, recharge, regroup, uh, and come back better and stronger to serve and support. Yeah, it's uh, it's a bittersweet next week. Uh, wrapping it up, it, it'll be nice to take some time in the summer and let everyone relax, but also kind of kind of miss the mornings, you know? Like yeah. this week was the week, you know, I've, I've been up on every day this week, and it's kind of been, obviously, it's a little earlier move and stuff in the morning and stuff, but it's been a fun week. I'm you know, kind of going to miss it next week, actually, because we won't be here Monday. That is Memorial Day, so we will not be live Monday, which is typically when I'm here. So I'm not on at all next week. Oh. What's up with that? I, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to talk to uh, the daily drop-in coordinators. Jeff, I know that uh, special guests and, and drop-ins are always welcome on the daily drop-in. So if you, you know, part of your morning routine is getting up at 5 anyway. Just I'd say have StreamYard open and, and get ready to pop in at a moment's notice, depending on mm. how the week goes. You know, I might have to do that. That's... Uh... Uh, you got my my mind going. I might have to pop in. We'll see. I don't know. You know, they might block me out too. That's been known to happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're all here for surprises and connections. So as we look ahead to next week, uh, reminder, as Jeff said, uh, uh, observing Memorial Day. So no daily drop in on Monday. Uh, we're back Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday uh, with a week of you know honoring and bringing your best self an opportunity to connect, restore, encourage, uh, especially if you are wrapping or have wrapped up. 
your school year, uh, a great opportunity to reflect on your successes and gains and your growth and, and just a moments of joy and celebration. And uh, who knows, uh, maybe we can build on the, uh, the auto reply horse emails with the, with some other stuff and nonsense that brings uh, some light and some joy and some shenanigans to your day and to your morning, Jeff. Um, can we also touch on Brad next week? Uh, a couple other things. So on Wednesday will be our final um, brain break. And so we're yeah. also taking a summer break there. So both will return in August. So um, we're going to wrap that up next week. Um, so join us, have some fun. Uh, we're going to have a good time then. And on Tuesday, actually, we'll make a, a little bit of a shift with our administrator masterminds. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is on Tuesdays. Uh, that'll be shifting back to a 9 a.m. Eastern start time. And we in the the evening meeting will go away for at least for the summer. Um, and we'll be shifting that a little bit. And we're also bringing in our monthly themes, um, our Teach Better Team leadership badges and certificates will be starting um, with the June uh, meetings as well. So a lot of changes there. If you want more on that, it's teachbetter.com slash mastermind. Uh, you can get registered. That's free to attend for uh, school leaders in the administrative position. So a lot, a lot uh, of good stuff going on right now. Big shout out to Dr. Vines Wemke, uh, who yes. is uh, uh, facilitating those uh, the morning mastermind group right now. Uh, Brian and I are going to be shifting to uh, co-hosting uh, the mastermind mornings as often as possible as a tag team. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa, you know. whoa, Brad. Hold your horses. Okay. Okay, I'm holding. Are them. you telling me it's you and Brett? Are you and Brian together now on the same, like at the same time? As often as we can, yeah, Jeff. So I mean, I'm I continue to uh, our schools continue to go uh, daily until the end of June, and so I know Brian is shifting into the saddle there uh, to uh, uh, to lead the uh, lead the charge with the mastermind. Um, and uh, Brian is the main attraction. So uh, Dr. Brian Zwemke, the main attraction there. Yeah. Uh, he has a few tales to spin and, and some, uh, uh, some, uh, anyway, some, some wisdom to share, Jeff. <laughs> he really is the better hoof. Um, <laughs> he really is. <laughs> <laughs> he really is. So yeah, I, I will be joining Dr. Zwemke as often as I can. Uh, and uh, we'll certainly making the shift uh, as uh, June turns into July uh, to co-host with him as often as I can. I love it. Yeah. Jeff Gargas, thank you for spending the morning with me and with us. And uh, to all of you listening or watching, whether it's live or later, we appreciate you. Uh, we're glad you're here. and We're grateful that you have the opportunity to spend a little bit of time with us. Uh, we're grateful for whatever value and companionship we can offer. Uh, and we're looking forward to doing it all again next week. Jeff, enjoy Charlotte's Web. Uh, try to avoid a sticky situation with any of those webs and uh, all the best to your daughter as she takes the stage today, my friend. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate everyone watching. Have a, a good weekend. Have a good weekend. Stay well, rest well, reconnect with your loved ones, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Did we forget to hit end? Uh, I think I forgot to run the commercial. Here I go. <laughs> Thank you.